Welcome to the Success Podcast, where we talk about our journey to becoming wealthy and all the things we're learning along the way. My name is Nick, and this is Daniel, and together we're documenting the successes and failures we experience on our journey to wealth and building our business empire. We hope you find this valuable. Enjoy. Welcome back. So, we have something cool for you. I'm really excited. (laughs) We do. We're going to create a little mini series on branding, sales, and marketing. We're going to do an episode on each, uh, starting with branding and then going to sales and then going to marketing. Um, And then we're going to do a recap episode. But this episode is just going to be an overview by five, ten minutes and kind of give you a little bird's eye view of what we're going to be talking about and why it's really important and how they all work together. So stepping right into it, branding. What is branding? Um, I like to think of it as the place you store the goodwill that you've built up with your audience, which is maybe not what you've heard before, but (laughs) (laughs) basically at your business is is going to build goodwill uh, hopefully if you're not building goodwill then you're going to close eventually and probably quicker than you think um because if you're not building goodwill then probably you're charging too much for your product which doesn't mean your price is too high it means product sucks and um you're not delivering any value in advance so branding in like a logistical in a sense is things like your brand avatar, your customer avatar, your mission or your vision statement, like your just cause, um, even things like visuals, like the colors you use, the typography and your logos and whatever, um, your slogans and your mottos, like all that is your brand. It's kind of what people associate with the feeling of owing you. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's kind of like when they see your brand. They think, "Oh, these guys are awesome because when I went to their website, I got this really cool free thing that I use." And it was free. And so I now feel like I owe them. They probably won't think that part, but subconsciously they will. Exactly. It's like branding can be so, 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 so important because it's, it's who you are and it's what your, what your customers think about your company. Like, for example, between, I sell TVs, so I'm going to relate it to TVs because I know those best. But (laughs) if you look at like Sony brand, Sony brand in the TV world is known for quality and accurate colors. That's what they're known for. That's what people come in asking for Sony for is because they like the longevity of them, the quality, and they have accurate colors. Samsung is known for something called QLED right now, at least. And it's basically colors, but it's just, it makes the image brighter and the colors are, people don't even know what they are. They just, they hear QLED and they think that's good. That is what their brand has done for them. They come in and they say, hey, I need a QLED TV. I'm like, okay. And they're like, all right, what is that? 
And I'm like, wait a minute, you want this thing and you don't even know what it is? And they're like, yeah, I know it's wow. good. And I'm like, it's actually okay. <laughs> but the brand for Samsung has the, the QLED thing is such a rave because it's known as the good thing. Even though it's okay, it's really not that good. It's not what makes the picture look good, but it's known as the good thing. Whereas Sony, wow. they're known as a good brand, good in general. Samsung is known as an okay brand, but their QLED is amazing. It's really not much better than anything else. Um, but that's what their brand is done for. So That's probably came from marketing. To be honest, yeah. they market the heck out of it. Oh, yeah, and 100%. somehow they got that reputation, which is really impressive. Kind of sucks that mm -hmm. it's not that amazing. Right. They're like, okay. Goes to show where they put their budget. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, Hula doesn't marketing. make the picture. Hmm. <laughs> marketing. <laughs> Let's see. And it can go It can go the complete opposite way, too. Like, LG, as far as appliances go, LG makes appliances, they're known as a good brand. Like, LG, generally, people are like, okay, these guys make good appliances and they do well. Of course, there's you get customers all the time like, I hate LG about their appliances they all broke you know it's like okay that's happens um <laughs> but then there's brands that are known for being bad right or brands that are known for being cheap which isn't the worst thing but it's not necessarily going to make you more money but it might put out more volume if that makes sense so like yeah, frigid like... air is an appliance and frigid air is known as being cheap and so they are not as high quality. They'll probably break more often. Some people have them for a thousand years and they do fine, but some people have them for a year and then they break. And so it's kind of like your quality, your brand, what you want your brand to be. Walmart is known for being cheap and mm -hmm. Apple is known for innovation and the future, right? Yeah. And so it's like where you want to put yourself. Yeah, which is powerful that you can choose. You can basically... Uh, what you you can exactly choose who you want to deal with like that is your brand avatar or your customer avatar but anyway we're going to go much deeper in that in the next episode yes um, moving on to sales sales is the liquefaction of goodwill so basically psychology wise when you have provided someone with something for free they are now indebted to you. Like it's called reciprocation, or yeah, reciprocation, reciprocity, um, and so they will feel like they owe you, and so we call that goodwill, because like you've done something nice for them, and they're like, wow, I love this brand, I love this company because they are nice to me, and so you have their goodwill, and then you ask for something. As soon as you ask for something, you are asking to liquidate that goodwill. Um, and psychology-wise, you can actually liquidate far more goodwill than you've actually created. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like once you, once someone is indebted to you, like let's say I, like take you out to dinner once, like well, that's the you. creation <laughs> of goodwill. But then I am able to ask for something like insanely more. Like I could ask, hey, could I? borrow your car and drive it across the country and you might be like dang sure okay 
Uh, it probably wouldn't work in our sense because right, right. we are so indebted to each other that like it no longer works because we just uh -huh. <laughs> we basically are the same person but um depends on the relationship i could ask daniel for yeah. anything and i have given him no goodwill recently i have but at the same time <laughs> i don't need to go take you out to dinner right now to let me borrow your car <laughs> right exactly exactly but, in, but if it's like in, in most situations like, right you get that and so basically i would suggest never like draining your goodwill like that because then you're gonna get customers that are either unhappy which is the worst um or just satisfied which is basically just as bad you just won't get any mm -hmm. negative pr from it right um, like you want raving fans and so mm -hmm. you only want to liquefy as much goodwill so that there is still some left which is like that will go on to marketing and creating a ton of goodwill but sales is things like direct offer campaigns so like cold calling and sending people to either a landing page or a sales call so if i cold call a bunch of people and say hey let me set you up for wednesday and we're gonna have the sales call um that's that's direct to offer or like paid ads on google or on facebook or anywhere else going to a landing page that then asks for a sale that's also like that's liquefaction of goodwill now here's a little interesting thing that we will talk more in depth about later but i just wanted to mention it you can create goodwill in the sale in the selling process mm -hmm. like someone can walk in never seen you before they see an ad boom it's a direct offer campaign they see an ad and your offer can create goodwill by how good it is so for instance if you have an offer that is worth 10x the price you're asking you're, you're gonna get raving fans because it's so cheap for what they get it can be expensive like our offer is like 200 bucks for honey but it's worth 600 you know <laughs> and right. so that's how we're going to create goodwill directly in the offer anyway we're going to talk much more in depth uh in the in a future episode but marketing marketing is simply the creation of goodwill like and also the creation of knowing you exist but <laughs> yes um, yes that is also important <laughs> You, you can learn someone exists simply through like a direct to offer campaign or I mean there's other things like word of mouth and stuff like that but marketing I mean, if is you're, generally if your branding is good enough and you've gotten your name out there at least a little bit your marketing could be simply just word of mouth like yeah I mean you could get into that really marketing in general is just you know you're advertising, you're, you're, you built those offers out that you show people and they can see the value in it. You're pushing your brand out there. You're, you're going to be delivering a value in advance, really. And yeah. you just, you let people know you're there and you let them know that you have their solution, that, you know, you're able to help them and that your brand is going to give them something that will ease a pain 
And then you find those people and you find the ones that you're willing to work with and that you can help and you know that you can change. And you take that and you market to those people and yeah, put them through the whole process. Yeah. I think the absolute key here is delivering value in advance. Like if I can market and send people from an ad to a landing page that then they download something for free that's like genuinely valuable that's like that's delivering value in advance or even like blog posts if they're really good that's delivering value in advance or uh, there's a myriad of things that you can do to deliver value in advance you could do free consulting session like all kinds of things um and a lot of it is framing like we'll talk about this in a in the episode we do on marketing but uh, I see a lot of agencies do something like, oh yeah, one like come and get a free consulting session, one hour. You know, what they fail to do is say this consulting session is worth three hundred dollars, and we usually like you can buy it, but we're gonna give you this first one for free, and that is gonna first of all separate you from everyone else who's just giving a one free consulting session into you're not giving away a paid consulting session for free <laughs> like that that's a huge difference and it'll help people ascribe a value to it and help you create um goodwill like okay wow these people are actually giving away something valuable versus all oh, these people are giving away free consulting sessions like everyone else and i mean it's that's just one it's, example it's like you're giving out money almost like if you yeah. were to sell something and you'd be like, the price is $2,000 and then you're running a sale on it and you're like, the price is $2,000, but I'll give you $500 off because you're buying with me today. Like I could do that when I sell stuff. Like I will give you, I can't because it says the price, but um, <laughs> it's like. You just go and like in Sharpie, just like $10 million. $10 so this TV. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's like when you give that free thing away, like like Daniel say, it's like if you ascribe three hundred dollars to it, let's say, then you're no longer just giving a free thing. You're giving them three hundred dollars in value, which exactly they will appreciate more because they're getting three hundred dollars in their head. They're getting something yeah. that's worth that. They're not getting actual cash, but they're getting something that's worth that. And so when they go in there, they'll appreciate it a little bit more, and they'll be able to fill that value in advance. They'll be able to fill that. Yeah. Instead of just, oh, it's a free thing. I don't care. It's free. You know, but they're like, well, it's yeah. 300 bucks. Like, this should be good. And, you know, and then you deliver value. Yeah. And the other thing is that it has to actually be valuable. Like, there's a lot yes. of lead magnets out there that suck. Mm -hmm. Like, really, that just suck. <laughs> For instance, um, who was it? I can't remember what company it was. But there, it's some um, like marketing company, some content marketing company that does like blogs and all this stuff. But they they have it in the system, and they've built an offer, and it, it is good. They have a good guarantee. Uh, but I just remember we downloaded their like a bunch of their lead magnets, and they were like the content itself was actually really good. It was basically just. Um, expert secrets and dot-com secrets kind of like 
just the little bits and pieces of applicable mm. things like all written down in a way that you could do it the problem was it just they hadn't put enough effort into it and it took so long to fill out all this stuff and like there's so by the end marcus and i when we were doing it we'd cut out like half of the stuff they'd put in there because it was just it wasn't simple enough and we oh, didn't need to and so right. we went and basically recreated it as our own and it was so much better because we just put more time and effort into it which like i'm sure they put a lot of time and effort into it but what they didn't do was test it i guess and when right. we had done it we were like oh my goodness this sucks <laughs> mm -hmm. so like delivering real value that actually like you should put as much effort into the free stuff you're delivering as you do into the products right. because that's going to create so much goodwill like imagine that imagine let's say you go to the store and you you went there to buy some beef jerky and you walk into the aisle where all the beef jerky is and one of the store employees is just like hey uh here's this bag of beef jerky for free you're like what okay why you're just gonna give <laughs> give me this thing that i want you're like yeah yeah oh also if you want you can buy this enormous bag of beef jerky that's the same price as a small bag of beef jerky. You're going to buy it, mm -hmm. right? And the key here is that the company who's doing that, first of all, figured out how to manufacture the beef jerky for extremely cheap. <laughs> so mm -hmm. they can right. offer that and make a product profit. But when you go to back to the store, guess who you're going to buy from? That brand. You know, Even yes. if you didn't buy anything else that day, like you just were given that beef jerky. You're like, oh my goodness, thanks. And you went walked out of the store. Next time you go to buy beef jerky, you're probably going to buy that brand because they've built the goodwill. Even even if it's more expensive than the other brands. Exactly. That's cool. Like I was in, um, not to brag, Hawaii, and I was <laughs> at <laughs> I was at their um like their Costco and there was like Costco does samples and things like that, but they had this booth that was an actual company. It wasn't like Costco doing samples for different things. It was like an actual booth with employees of the company and they were selling chocolate and they had this like wooden thing that had all these little compartments in it and they're just all different flavors of chocolate and you just take a little spoon and like scoop out a little bit and and eat it and the dude there was perfect when he was running this thing he knew what he was doing because he was standing there and someone would go look and he's like hey man you want to try some chocolate and they're like um sh sure you know he's like it's free flipping pick a flavor man pick here's a spoon pick a flavor check one out and you'd be like, okay, you know, and you'd go pick a flavor and you'd eat one. He'd be like, ah, do you like it? It's pretty good. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. He's like, sweet, man, we'll try another flavor. And they'd go and they'd try another flavor and they'd eat all these different flavors of chocolate. And by the by the time they were done, wow. they would buy chocolate. Like they would just buy chocolate. They'd be yeah. like, oh. He's of like, do course. you want to grab some for the road? And they're like, sure. And so they'd go buy some. And it was just like, boom, done. My family, I was with my family. They got sucked in the whole thing. They went and they tried all this chocolate and they just bought chocolate after chocolate after chocolate. I'm like, it's not even that good. <laughs> and so... Yeah, dang. dang. Imagine they, if it had been that good, though. Right? Um, to them, they liked it. Maybe I'm just weird, but I don't like it. <laughs> um, it had a weird chalky taste to it, but they bought all this chocolate. And guess what? Guess what? A week later, we went back to get some more groceries. And guess where they went? To that booth 
and they bought chocolate. They didn't try anything. Just said, "I want that and that and that," because they wanted this chocolate that they had wow. gotten for free. Well, then maybe it was good enough. That's wow. right. I guess so. But that's the thing. Like the dude was perfect. He's just like, "Here, live and try this. Yeah, try another one." Like he was so relaxed about it, which is how you how you really I can't say need to be, but how it can be beneficial. He was yeah. just like, "Yeah, flipping. I'm I'm here to hang out. Try some chocolate. You want to take some yeah, for the road? You know, giving out." Free value. That's exactly yeah, giving us free like, value. Yeah, value, value, value. Oh, you want more value? Yeah. Here, yeah, free, free value. Mm -hmm. it's all, now all you want to spend some money on some good stuff? We got it all packaged for you. Heck yes, give me one of those. Yeah, boom. Yeah, Done. wow, that's really cool. something else. That's um, really cool. Anyways, we went deep into that one, but yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> really. I mean, more because this really is just scraping the surface on all three branding, sales, and marketing. We're gonna go yes. and create some solid episodes on each one. Mm -hmm. Build a nice framework for us to read from. <laughs> so yes, that's solid. So that we can really and teach you how it needs to be taught. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, of course, this is all just from our personal experiences. And we are going to change our perspective over time as we do this more. But um, I did work in a branding agency, so I feel at least a little bit credible. And right. then we turned the branding agency into a sales agency. So I feel credible on that. And marketing, mm -hmm. I've done lots of research on. So, like, we're not total noobs at this, but right. I'm sure I do sales we'll learn more every single day. <laughs> I brand myself and I market my product. <laughs> yeah, like, take this with a grain of salt because I'm sure it will change, but things are always changing. Um, anyway, we're excited for the next few episodes. They will be rolling out over the next four days hope you're excited as well and as you wait hope you have a successful day <laughs>